Welcome back, Dirty Birdies. I'm Jackie. I'm Shirley. And this is the Dirty Birdie Book Club. <sighs> Yay! Yay! Welcome back, guys. We read another book. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Today we are discussing The Fine Print by Lauren Asher. Yeah. Did you read? I think you read the virtual. I think I did. Okay, so I'll read the back of this one. Okay. Rowan. I'm in the business of creating fairy tales. Theme parks, production companies, five-star hotels. Everything could be all mine if I renovated Dreamland. My initial idea of hiring Zara was good in theory, but then I kissed her. Things spiraled out of control once I texted her using an alias. By the time I realized where I went wrong, it was too late. People like me don't get happy endings. Not when we're destined to ruin them. Zahara. Is it Zahara or Zara? I said Zara. Zara I, in my mind, I, I said Zara, but Zara. I don't know. Yeah, Zara is what I meant. Zara. After submitting a drunk proposal criticizing Dreamland's most expensive ride, I should have been fired. Instead, Rowan Kane offered me my dream job. The catch? I had to work for the most difficult boss I've ever met. Rowan was rude and completely off limits, but my heart didn't care. At least, not until I discovered his secret. It was time to teach the billionaire that money couldn't fix everything. Especially not us. I don't like that. That's not how she played that at all. I don't like that. I didn't get that vibe. I I don't like that. (laughs) I don't like either of that. I don't like that for the back of this book. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I, I feel like that's not on target. No. At least I didn't read it that way. Anyway, this is a hefty. She's pretty hefty, right? She's a decent size. She's a decent size. I've got 435 pages. I have 436. 436. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, she's not another ritual. Not another ritual. She's she's a decent she's a decent girl. Alright. Spice rating. Lay it on me. Spice rating, I give it like a three. <laughs> My mouth is open and it cast. <laughs> oh wow, I gave it an eight. On spice? Yeah. Oh, well, I feel you- like the spice was Oh, I feel like there was a decent amount of spice. It didn't start until very late, but like the tension. The, okay, all right. So overall, I gave the book a five. Okay, it was a, a very fluffy vanilla book. Oh, okay, yeah. And okay, maybe I'll give the spice a five too. It was it was a very middle of the road book for me. Oh, okay, okay. You know, you're a hopeless romantic. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> fuck me like an object. <laughs> you're like, I, I have holes for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff them. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Ding, ding, turkey's <laughs> done. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it was, it was a cute book. Mm. I understand why my friend... Who recommended it to me? Recommended it to me. It's it's definitely more spicy than like Colleen Hoover. I think we say oh yeah, the she word has like cock zero or something. Spice. Yeah, 
But yeah, so it was, it, like I said, it's a very middle of the road book. You gave it a spice rating of eight. I loved it. Okay, uh, great. I did. I I wish the spice would have started sooner. Mm-hmm. I get why it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. They don't actually have sex until what more than halfway through. Yeah. But then once they do, it's like they open the floodgates, and I feel like there was really good banter even while they were having sex. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, they weren't doing like the craziest things in the world, but like it was. Fiercely enjoyed on both sides. Yes. And they I loved each other. As opposed to the ritual where there was no love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we went from Louis C. Black to like like upper New York old woman. <laughs> like No upper, love. Upper East Side. <laughs> There's no love. <laughs> there was so there's first came Sass. Let's say that. Oh, yeah. First came says literally on page 75, she's like, I hope you have a massive dick to back up that attitude. And I was like, what? And then wasn't he like, yes. do you want to measure, like, bring your measuring yes. tape? And she was like, sorry, I bring my magnifying glass. <laughs> yes, there was really good banter. And, I mean, like, I in the real world... No matter how attractive your fucking boss is, no, you are never sassing up to your boss like that. No. So I was just, first, I was dumbfounded. I was like, yeah. All right. So, okay. So, the book is the Dreamland Billionaires series. And I, as someone who has been fortunate enough to go to Disney World a couple times, saw similarities and like connections to this being loosely based around the Disney World theme park in Florida. Mm. Uh first of all, they're in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I missed that. Yeah, they're in Florida when they go to that fancy restaurant where they meet her ex, where yeah. they see her ex. It's yeah. Orlando. They oh. say Orlando, the fanciest restaurant in Orlando. Okay. And he, he's from Chicago originally or like he lives in Chicago and right. she's like, How do you like Florida? And he's like like, yeah, I get that. Lawless swamp. Fucking hot. No, well, no, no disrespect. No break. Florida, but you have dinosaurs. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation, babes. But, okay, great. So it's a, it's a theme so, park so it's, in Florida. Yes. And it's owned by his. When I say dinosaurs, I meant like alligators. Oh. <laughs> They do have those. They do. They do. I saw this one alligator like climbing a fence. I was like, stop. Anyway. When 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 my family moved down there and they were all looking at houses, I would like look them all up on Zillow to make sure they were not close to a body of water. I'll never visit. I That's smart. Doesn't stop the iguanas though, man. Oh my god, it doesn't stop anything. And Florida frogs has... in the toilet. What? Frogs in the toilet? Yeah, no. What's well, the same thing with like <laughs> Texas? Like people down in like the south southwest, like they have to like shake their shoes out for like snakes <gasps> and scorpions before they put them on. <gasps> ah, I'll take I'll take our climate and yeah I'll, I'll throw on a hoodie yeah <laughs> I'll take nor'easters that's fine with me it's fine with me I'm ha- very happy in our having all of the season climate mm-hmm. and like not having to shake my shoes out for shit 
or dinosaurs roaming around outside my house. Anyway, so they're in Florida. Mm -hmm. They're, uh, a lot of the connections I saw was they're in Florida. They have this major theme park. They have tunnels underneath the theme park, which is the same as Magic Kingdom and Disney World. They have the, they actually do have tunnels underneath. So Magic Kingdom and Disney World is actually built on the second story. There is like a whole system of tunnels. I forget what they're called. They're not called catacombs. Were they built for the theme park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so, just like easy traveling because it's so crowded? Yeah. So mm. with Disneyland, Walt Disney saw a cowboy walking through Tomorrowland, which is like futuristic. And so mm. he was like, it broke the fantasy. So when they built Disney World, they built a tunnel system that's like like huge. It's right. not like creepy or anything. It's huge. I forget what it's called. I can't think of the fucking word. I'm going to scream it later in the podcast because they'll come back. But they built like a huge tunnel system so that you could get from like Tomorrowland to Frontierland without like walking through the park as like a space, like a an astronaut, you know? That was reminiscent of here. And... The Dreamland, Dreamland, what is her job? Isn't she a hairstylist? No, 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 what she becomes. A creator? A creator. Uh, Like, in Disney, they call them Imagineers. Oh. And those are the people who, like, do exactly what she's talking about. Like, they create and they brainstorm new floats, parades, rides, parks, you know, stuff like that. Um... And just, like, the other similarities they had, you know, like, they had a Haunted Mansion-esque ride, Mm -hmm. uh, Nebula Land or whatever it was that her ex stole from her. Yeah. That's Tomorrowland, like, so, so as someone who is very familiar with, uh, the Walt Disney World company, or the Walt Disney company, and, uh, the Disney Park system, I was able to find a lot of correlations, so that was cute. I liked that. I liked that. It was very reminiscent. Uh, I want to read the second one, and mm-hmm. so I'll be interested to see what the difference is because I feel like this one focused so much on the park. Like, because That's so funny. I did. I did not realize. Like, I was just reading it as like, this is her job, mm-hmm. and like that's it. I was just, like, I was just picturing, like, an office, and this is... I mean, I guess when they do, like, explore the park, I guess... Well, so... But, like, I I don't know, I just... I guess I didn't tie it to the park that specifically. Well, so the whole premise of the book is their grandfather dies. Right. So there are three brothers. There's Rowan, Declan, and Callahan. And Rowan is the one that this book is about. And their grandfather dies and leaves them each a letter with stipulations. And if they meet these stipulations, they get $25 billion. Billion. Billion dollars. (laughs) On top of their already, like, I think, Rowan owns, like, or created a streaming service. So, like, he owns, like, Netflix or something. I don't fucking know. So, Yeah. yeah, he needs more money. 
And so Rowan's stipulation. He has six months. He has six months. To go into Dreamland. So, quote. Okay. To receive your 18% of the company, you'll be expected to become the director and spearhead a unique project for me for six months. I want you to identify Dreamland's weakness and develop a renovation plan worthy of my legacy. Unquote. So that was the letter from his grandfather. And Rowan's like, what do you mean? We're making so much fucking money. Like, obviously, this is a seamless... The park continuously exceeds its... Obviously, there's nothing wrong. Like, look at the numbers. Right. And uh, Declan... So they they all get their letters at the same time. And Callahan does not share what his letter is. Right. Declan has to get married. Declan has to get married and have a baby. Damn, Gramps. And I wrote, betcha that's the plot of book two. Uh, I should hope so. And I already hope, I already hope I know I, who it is. Oh my God. I think I know who it is too. I think it's Iris. The yes! Secretary. Yes! Yeah. Just, just. So many hints. Like, oh wow, they work so well together. I'm like, oh, do they? Just the little <laughs> bit of Declan that we get in this book. Mm-hmm. I want to read the second book. Oh, all right. I think Declan's a dirty birdie. Dirty Declan. Dirty Declan. <laughs> Honestly, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, it's a, it's a very nice book. It was very <laughs> cute and fluffy and sweet and adorable. I don't think I'll ever reread it. Okay. Um, but I wanted to read it. Well, first of all, other books came out in series that I wanted to read, but I was like, no, I can finish this book, and then I can read the other books. <laughs> I admire your commitment to the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. You're all welcome. <laughs> I look at the microphone like I can see the fucking audience. <laughs> we see all of you. I see you, Jake Soleil. So, so they goes- reopen the, like, employee submissions, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and so then we kind of meet Zara and Claire, who are roommates, and they yeah. both work at Dreamland together. Yeah. Um, Zara's whole family works at Dreamland. Yeah, Zara's like a legacy. Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch that if you don't have anything to do today. I so good. Well, I own it on DVD. Certainly. Um. Okay. So and Zara is working as like a hairstylist. Like she's like the princess makeover kind of. Yeah, boutique, right? Yeah, which is Disney World's bippity boppity boutique. Yes, um, but she actually wants and dreams of being a creator. Yes. Okay, so Claire pushes her to do a submission, do a submission of something yeah. that she had already discussed with Granddaddy Kane. Yeah, Brady. 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 He had. It was. A they sim- were very close. Yes. Before he had passed. Yes. And they had really fleshed out this idea about Nebula Land. Neb- I, I believe it's Nebula Land. Nebula yeah. Land. Um, and, you know, we find out that she was dating this guy at the time. She was sharing her ideas. And he went behind her back and submitted a horribly, like, mm-hmm. scaled down idea of Nebula Land. It wasn't even scaled down. I think it was just, like botched like yeah like he ruined it it, yeah nebula land yeah it wasn't her it wasn't it wasn't the dream dream, and it wasn't something that brady right probably would have been like the most proud of Mm -hmm. so um so claire convinces her to resubmit but 
she does so with some liquid courage. She like polishes off a bottle of wine and she's like, I'll just draft it up. Out save draft. And then she like wakes up and she had actually submitted, submitted it. it. So, you know, the language is less than professional. Um, and she's like, and then of course she like goes to work and she gets called into like the creator office mm-hmm. and she's like, oh my God, this is it. I'm fucking fired. Yeah. I'm getting fired. And then she's very surprised when he just like hands her a contract. He's like, you're a creator now. Like this was basically a fine average idea, I guess. Okay. Only in small. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I have a note that says only in smut. Does A, she drunkenly write a submission, yes. bad-mouthing a billion-dollar investment into a park where the grumpy CEO who already dislikes her is like, okay, I'll give you a contract. And he basically dislikes her because she's bubbly. Yeah, it's definitely... Like, ugh, you know? It's, it's, it's definitely a grumpy sunshine, which you love. No, I'm such a sucker. Would you even say enemies to lovers? They hate each other at first. Yeah, I guess I would kind of sort of say enemies to lovers. Because the only way he gets in her good graces is by pretending to be someone else. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, she becomes a creator. Yes. And her drawings are atrocious. Her her drawings. She admits, her like I'm, I'm, I'm an I, I love ideas. Yes, yeah, but she's I can't not draw. Good at correlating it onto, onto pages. paper. Right. So I can't. The fact that I can't think of the tunnel names is that going to drive you bonkers? Really bothering me. Utilidors. <gasps> Utility corridors. Listen, no one can fault you for not remembering that word. I fault me. No. I'm a Disney World girl. I don't care. Utilidors. You didn't make the tunnels. Utilidors! Are, are regular people allowed to? No. Oh. You can take a tour. Okay. Uh, Where you get to go down to the Utilidors, but it's like a hundred and something dollars a person. <laughs> All I think of is Matadors. I can't. Matadors. <laughs> Matadors. It's, it's Utility Corridor. Oh, there we go. Utilidor. Got it. So he sees her sketchings and is like do you want me to give them to a animator i know to just have them redrawn she's like no fine (laughs) (laughs) so he takes them and redraws them himself because he has this long love like this long lost love of Drawing. drawing and whatever that he had put down because he was it was a disappointment and <laughs> and he redraws them. And they're amazing! And they're amazing! And Zara being the sweet, bubbly, beautiful, wonderful person that she is. How can I thank this wants guy? to thank the animator. So she's like, okay, well, look. She says to Rowan, look, just give him my number. If, you know, he wants to text me, like, just let him know I want to thank him. So he texts her as Steve, as Scott, Scott, as Scott, the animator. And I literally have, yeah, this isn't going to (laughs) backfire. And then later when it backfires, (laughs) I said, look at that. It didn't end well. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a 
He's so afraid of what he is feeling for her. He's so, like, money-hungry at this point. And isn't it, like, the three letters that they got, if one brother fucks up, do they all lose out on the money? Or is it just, like... I don't think so. Oh, God, the pressure he put himself under made it seem like... Yeah, okay. Declan, like, well, really wanted him to become the CFO. Like, that was the plan. He was going to spend six months at Dreamland, and then he was going to take over the CFO position so that Declan could start his journey of someone to like we'll see the way i saw it was they did that because they didn't want because if they didn't succeed individually it it would go to their dad right and they all hated their dad right so like i don't think it was it i don't think it was like a stipulation like if one brother fails all of you fail but the brothers were mm. like we don't want dad to get any, any of, of this, this money. so we okay. all have to succeed but the internalized hatred that Rowan has for himself which is a uh, all throughout this fucking book is his father's voice his father it's it's emotional abuse it's emotional abuse like on page 322 <clears throat> you know um Zara and him are talking she he he gives her like a background on his mom oh. and how she has his mom died of cancer and his dad like she was the love of his life and he just went off the deep end and started drinking like looked for himself at the bottom of a bottle and never found it and never stopped looking you know and on page 322 you know it says quote but maybe if i had gotten him help he, the help he needed early, we could have stopped the years of pain we felt after. I shut my eyes, afraid Zara might catch the wetness building in them. Men don't cry. You always, you've always been weak. Pathetic. All the memories flood my head at once. Unquote. Same page. Uh-huh. Even sadder, I uh -huh. feel like. Uh, quote, I got to the point that I started resenting myself. All I wanted to do was make my dad happy, but instead I proved to him time and time again why I failed, why I was the weakest of his sons, why, why, why my mother was better off never seeing me become such a pathetic child. A tear trickles down Zara's face. You can't believe that. Look at you making her cry. Always the same disappointment. End quote. Like... The disgusting Break emotional Break my abuse. heart. Yeah. Yeah, the disgusting emotional abuse. Earlier, mm -hmm. and 315, when, um, so throughout the book, we've seen this little, this little, like, nod to buttons Zara has. Oh, her pins. Her pins. Yeah. And we finally learned that after everything happened with Zara's ex who stole her idea, she went into a really deep depression. Understandably so. And she had to seek therapy to aid that. Mm -hmm. And her roommate and best friend Claire decided to get her a button. I forget what the button was. The first button? Yeah. Okay, so, quote, oh, yeah. Claire was the one who started my pin collection after my very first therapy session. She bought me a pin of Iggy the Alien she found on Etsy, but instead of him holding up three fingers in peace, 
he was flipping everyone off in a symbol of fuck you to Lance, unquote. Lance being her ex. And his response. And his response. That's illegal trademark infringement. <laughs> just such a corporate Always, response. I know, just cold and corporate. But that was, that was hilarious. So, but earlier on the page before that, she's telling him about therapy. You know, he asks, he asks about the pin collection. She says, quote, the first day I attended therapy was the same day I got my very first pin. I could never imagine someone like Zara going to therapy. My father told me it was for weak people who were so pathetic they needed someone else to solve their problems. Unquote. I have a note that just goes, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. There's nothing wrong with therapy. Nothing wrong with therapy. No, there's not. Honestly, everyone should talk to someone about A hundred percent the dad should have waltzed into therapy after the mom died. Like, yes. not handling your grief will kill you. Yeah. And everyone you love. And, and it's everyone. Just, it's just it will such destroy a poison. everything. And yeah. Because, like, I understand... Losing the love of your life is hard, but like you can't, you can't be like. I can't even wrap my mind around it. No, I don't want to talk about it. But I can't. I you can't be like, oh well, I love the, I lost the love of my life. I don't want to deal with my sons anymore because. So when I thought about that, mm-hmm. I could not help but think like, who is stereotypically the primary parent? The mom. Do we know how involved the dad was early on? No. We just know that he was so in love with their mother. So not only did he lose the love of his life. He lost the primary caretaker of the boys. He doesn't know what to do with these boys. Yeah. I I, I think like his grief didn't like he wouldn't he didn't want to learn. He was he so didn't wrapped up. Try. He, he was, was so wrapped paralyzed up with grief. Yeah, and heartbreak. I'm sure that he didn't have the capacity to even try to step into her shoes. Right. I'm sure Which, he felt completely lost. I mean, three boys. I wouldn't wish that on two alive married people. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, and. I don't know. I just it's it's complicated. It's That's complicated. what happens and well, it's complicated. So anyway, okay. So he has been texting her as Scott. Right. And she's starting and they start to develop feelings for each other. He knows it's Zara and she's starting to develop feelings for this Scott person. While increasingly Physically attracted to her boss. Rowan. At work. So she's like. She like shares her Netflix password with him on a streaming service that he, that he owns. So they can watch every single iteration of Pride and Prejudice there ever was. I'm like. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Which I, know. I thought was adorable. It's cute, but fuck me if I... I couldn't even watch one Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I watched the Keira Knightley one. Oh, God. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's like peak grumpy sunshine. I... Look, it's the same reason I never finished Bridgerton. Oh. I know. Oh, my God. Really? 
Yeah, I never finished Bridgerton. I just don't care. I can't. I don't like. Uh, what's that era? Reg like Regency era romance. Like I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's it's fair. It's so over the top to me. It's very forced. Yeah, but I think that's why if there's like a crack of like genuine love and appreciation, mm -hmm. it makes it all the sweeter. Sure. But I'm also I'm a schmuck. I'm a sucker. I'm a schmuck. <sighs> also, like I don't know. There was, I. Bridgerton's a whole different. We're not gonna talk about Bridgerton <laughs> on this. We're gonna talk about the fine print. Okay. Yes. So, lo and behold, him texting her as Scott does not end well. And it's a slippery slope. I love on page eighty-five, he's texting her as Scott, mm -hmm. and Zara goes, "Quote it's." 185 or 185 Zara goes quote it's kind of nice that you pay attention to the little things Scott aka Rowan says don't set your standards so low she says trust me my standards were obliterated a while ago hmm. he goes who hurt you do we need to find their HP address she goes, haha, so funny. Are you expanding your talents to be the computer hacking business? He goes, for you, I'd consider it. And then in Rowan's perspective, he's like, and I mean every word. Like, dude, you are catching feelings. Mm -hmm. And it, and I love that it's just through texting. They're not FaceTiming, obviously, because then she would know. It's right. just, just this, like, banter and... Somehow she's opening up and he's opening up and it yeah. feels safe. So to him, like, how do you not muddy the lines? Like, how do you go into the office ignoring everything you right. talk to this girl about? And she's just like, here comes my grumpy ass fucking hottest shit boss, <laughs> you know? Like, Well, so, so he just becomes obsessed with her. Uh, like via text via Scott and Rowan he's just obsessed with her and wants to be around her and everything so when she goes into the park for like a experience the park as a guest day yeah. and he goes with her there's one scene like like I said this is a very middle of the road fluffy book and I just called a lot of it before it happened mm -hmm. And there's the one part where it starts to snow in the park, and he's like, "What is this? It's it's soap." And she's like, "He's like these people act or quote these people act like they've never seen snow before. That's because some of us haven't." She laughs up at the sky, and unquote. And I said, "Well, now he's gonna show her snow." And guess what? Oh yeah. Later on in this in the book, he takes her to New York, and it just happens to be an early in the season snowstorm. And I wrote fucking called it. <laughs> okay, and then on three twelve, he has the nerve. This is why. This is why men are confusing. So. This is not why. First of on. all, takes her to get her favorite author to sign all of her books. 
Yes, right? Takes her Mm -hmm. to New York. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. see snow. We got the author of the Rockefeller Mm -hmm. tree. Chapter chapter 38 opens with, um, quote, I don't want Zara to look too much into things, but part of me wonders if it's too late for that based on the way she smiles at me like I make her genuinely happy. Okay. 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 (laughs) If you don't want someone to fall in love with you, you do not make such grand gestures. Like, I get that the jet and the author was your friend, like, it was a drop in the bucket for you. But you are talking to someone who's piss poor. Mm-hmm. And you are going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That is not how you deflect someone. That's not how you get someone to like, don't look too much into this. But like, here's your favorite thing ever. Oh <laughs> <laughs> but I did this really important, specialized thing for you. I've been listening and paying such close attention that I thought about you long and hard, and I think this is going to make your heart fly, but I don't love you at all. <laughs> but, like, don't read too much into it. Yes! It's all good. It's all good. Correct me up. Oh, my gosh. So, then, in... In... in pursuit of being obsessed with her and getting to know her Mm -hmm. she starts a mentor program that he's like who the fuck wants to be mentored by uh (laughs) he sees the flyer he sees the flyer and this motherfucker takes every little like rip slip for it he's like oh one's missing I don't want anyone to be alone with her I'll take the other nine. <laughs> and Sweet Zara is like, oh my god, so many people are interested. <laughs> so he shows up at this I mentor. How he did that quietly. Just like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just like very Scissors probably would have been the best thing. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll just rip the whole sign down. So he shows up at this mentor program, and it turns out to be a mentor program to people who are living with Down syndrome. Right? I think so, yeah. Uh, that's what I think like so, her yeah. sister. Yes, like yes. her sister and her sister's boyfriend. JP. What's the sister's name? Annie. Annie, thank you. And Zara is... JP's mentor and so Rowan the only other person who shows up because this motherfucker took all the fucking tabbies becomes Annie's mentor and he shows up and he's like oh but this could be so stupid and then he realizes what it is and he's like oh I'm an enormous jacket yes yes you are and at least he stayed well stayed and is like oh I'm such a jackass like I took like I took all the tabs I'll I'll stay you know right so, like, he has a heart, which we do see as the book goes on. He has a heart, no matter how, like, diamond-encrusted it is. And him and Annie become, like, really good friends, which I love. And I love Annie. Oh, she's, she's the best. She's like, uh, my sister wants to fuck you. You want to fuck my sister? What, what are we What are we doing? Immediately. What are we doing? And she, like, orchestrates the pumpkin carving. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, like, towards the end, Annie's the one that, like, made me cry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so you said you cried. What cry? What, what'd you cry at? Well, let's get to the ending. Okay. 
Let's try not to bounce, bounce, bounce. That's bounce. good. That's fine. Okay. So, so. Oh, two oh seven has a great line. Oh, I just love watching these like hard exteriors crumble. Mm -hmm. Two oh seven. Honestly, I, I, I forget what the hell they're talking about, but he goes, "quote Gentle is the last thing I want to be around you." And I was like. Sweet. I just love that. Yeah, they're love talking that. they're talking about her ex and uh Is this before the dinner? Yeah. Okay. This is before yeah, they go on a date and she's complaining about like her weight and he's like, If you complain about your weight, like I'm gonna gouge your eyes out with spoons, which is a bit drastic. But then she was like, Well, you know, sadly not everyone liked my weight, like my ex, mm. you know, said I was too much. And Rowan says, quote, seriously, what kind of idiot complains about a woman having curves? Off the record, your body is hot as fuck. She said, please pretend, or then he says, please pretend I didn't say anything. And, uh, and, and later on, she's like, uh, well, you're, or quote, well, you're my boss, which means I should definitely not bring up my ex with you, so be a gentleman, shut up, okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. Which is when he says, gentle is the last thing I want to be with you. And I'm just like, ugh, yeah. <laughs> so then, he has a conscience, and is like, he's, he's definitely starting to grow one. I feel like like the Grinch, you know, yeah. where it's like, like her sunshine is contagious. Yeah, and they have conversations about like healthcare and her, the person that she works with at the. Not Bippity Boppity Boo because that's Disney, but like at the salon. The salon, yeah. It's like working two or three jobs yeah. because her husband is, you know, sick or. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, like, like, she is sunshine and also starting to show him some of the flaws, mm -hmm. not really with like the profit wise, but like on the employee side. So, yes, mm -hmm. he is starting to grow a conscience. And we do right. see that a lot with Annie. Yeah. Well, so he starts to grow this conscience and is like, I can't be Scott anymore. Right. Like, I want to be with her as Rowan. So he comes clean. And she freaks out, which is completely on par and understandable. And then he's like, look, let give me a chance to explain and, and apologize. So she goes over to his house and, you know... He tells her about his sordid past and, and, you know, they fuck. And finally, you know, we're talking about the sass and everything. So when they do fuck, it's pretty vanilla, which it's fine. It's good sex. It's not, you know, it, the smut wasn't bad. It was just, you know, it was just middle of the line mm -hmm. sex. Mm -hmm. But at one point she, she says, and I, I actually wrote this was funny. She says, quote, just to be clear, should I scream your name or Scott when you <laughs> fuck me? I thought that was so funny. I love that too. Okay. And then later on in the, in the book, another sex thing. And this is why I was like, most of the sex has been pretty straightforward up until now. And I forget where this is. I mean, it's page 284, but I forget like... Are oh, we in New right York there. at this point? No, no, it's after the date and after he transfers his her ex to China. Uh, oh my god. They're about to have sex and 
Wait, they're about to have sex? So two fifty they're at the restaurant. Yeah, I'm talking about two eighty four. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So so they're they're getting hot and heavy and everything. And quote this is from Zara's perspective, quote, I tease his tip and earn a sucked in breath. His fingers clench onto my hips enough strength to bruise. Our eyes connect. The darkness blazing in his gaze feeds the warmth spreading through the lower half of my body and sparks into fire. Your pretty little cunt hasn't earned my cock yet. He lifts me enough to slide his hand between us. Unquote. Where the fuck did that come from? Your pretty little cunt hasn't earned my cock yet? Since when does Rowan talk like that? Oh. That just felt so out of left field. Oh. Like, their banter was kind of snarky and quippy at each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. And then all of a sudden he's like, you haven't earned my cock yet. And I was like, where mm. the fuck did that come from? It was, it reminded me of not so gently. <laughs> you knew exactly I knew what I was exactly. about. It reminded me of Things We Hide From The Light when Knox was like, shut up and suck, baby. I pulled her hair not so gently. It was just like out of nowhere. I was like, where the fuck? Oh my God. What left field did that come from? That's funny. It, it just felt like it just did not fit for me. Like that would have fit in Neon Gods. Well, it's also because they've already had sex. I guess, but the, like I know, like that's why it's weird. That's even like weirder. Like, no, what do you I mean, mean it's uh, we've already, I've already had your cock. Like, what are yeah, you but like about? you haven't earned it this time. Oh, you know, it, like I understand that in a dynamic, but this is not that dynamic. So that just was fucking weird. Was it? Was that their second time having sex though? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so maybe like. He played it safe-ish the first time around, and then he was like, you know, I'm I'm really gonna show her my true colors this time. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but so, I found my equivalent to milking his cock. Ooh. There's no milking in this. I was there very is happy. No, there is no milking. What is it for you? He keeps calling it his arousal. Oh. On, po- on page... 331 quote i'm trembling by the time i come down from the high he spreads his thumb across my arousal before tracing my bottom lip taste how much you want me stop calling cum my arousal that's it's fair cum. it's cum i i stop it it's cum it's like 50 shades of gray when she couldn't say like pussy she's like my down there yeah stop it <laughs> stop it right now stop it call it what it is like, you are not going to get into smut writing. It's funny not... because, like, there is a lot of, like, clit and cock talk. Oh, yeah. So, for all of a sudden, like, arousal. I just hate my yeah. arousal. It's not arousal. You're not arou- arousal. I mean, yeah, you're aroused, but that's cum. It's not your arousal. Like, I would call pre-cum, like, maybe my arousal, but, like, that word has lost all meaning to me now. Arousal. I just keep saying arousal, and now it's lost all meaning to me. <laughs> <laughs> you say a word like too many times. That's actually a thing. That's I know. A, it's like 
I forget what it's called, but that's actually like a phenomenon or something. It's like you say a word so much to the point where like it loses all of its meaning. <laughs> like you just say cow. Arousal dead to me. Arousal, arousal, dead arousal, arousal. arousal. <laughs> what does it even mean? <laughs> yeah. Shit. So, you know, once he comes clean about being Scott and Mm. they fuck and he rubs her arousal all over her, you know, they go pretty hot and heavy and they fall in love pretty, pretty hard. And he takes her to New York for this book signing and New York shenanigans and she gets a cold and she comes home and she's got this cold for a long time. And the cold turns into pneumonia and she gets up and goes to the bathroom, falls and hits her head and he finds her and takes her to the ER. And Declan is aware of her and the relationship that Rowan and her are having. And he's like, I forget what he says. He's, like, in the general vicinity of, like, don't let this girl fuck up what you need to do. Like, you're not staying in Florida after your... Six months is up. Yeah, after your You're going to be the CFO. I already have your replacement to go down to Dreamland and take over your director position. Right. And he caves. He's, like... He's He's like, like, in his head, like, fuck, like, I know that he's right. This is what I agreed to. And she's just like a obstacle in this plan. So he decides to, while she's in the hospital, recovering from her head wounds and pneumonia, he's like, by the way, I don't love you. This was just a fling. I gotta go by. Talk about whiplash. Like, she's in the hospital because she got a cold because of this amazing romantic trip you guys took together. And now, what? Like, yeah. My scar will heal. Like, what do you, what? He was afraid of how much, so it turned out he was afraid of how much he loved her. So, and what was really interesting to me is in the depths of finding her and being so petrified of losing her, Mm -hmm. he was like, is this how my dad felt? When my mom got sick. Mm. I probably started crying around here. Okay. Because I was just like, and it sucks, but like it takes something so scary like this Mm -hmm. to be able to remotely get a glimpse of what your dad was feeling when your mom died. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whew. I was like, oh no. Yeah. So then, yes, he breaks up with her. And she's out of work for, what, like, two weeks almost because yeah. of being in the hospital uh-huh. and being discharged. And she puts in her two weeks notice. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. Which is fair. Oh, yeah. And then she receives a letter in the mail mm-hmm. from Mr. Brady Kane, who is Rowan's grandfather, who has set up these stipulations. And so part of the stipulation for him was that he had six months to find this, like park altering renovation idea to like find the flaws within dreamland and make a plan to fix them and in six months you will sit be you will sit before a committee of my choosing and they will have a vote and that vote will decide your future right guess who's on that 
committee, Zara, who became very close to Brady. And, yes. Yeah, toward the end of his life, he chose her because he says, quote, you reminded me why I created Dreamland. Your passion for the park was one I lost along the way and your unique ideas stoked excitement in me that I hadn't seen uh, that... <clears throat> Quote, you remember why I... Fuck me! What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> Quote, you reminded me why I created Dreamland. Your passion for the park was one I lost along the way, and your unique ideas stoked excitement in me that had long since been forgotten. Because of that, I rem- I know you're the right person to help me one last time. Unquote. And so... She shows... So she's like... This is the only reason Rowan got to know me because he knew he knew I was going to be on this committee. He and wanted, he wanted to have to... me in his back pocket. Yeah, Excuse me. Yes, yeah. Which is not the case. He no, had no he, idea who he didn't know her and Martha, his secretary. His secretary. Yeah, ended up also who was being Brady's secretary. Right. Was also so it was her, Martha, their dad, Rowan's dad. And, like, two other people that are just, like, random. I don't know. So, she goes to Chicago for this. She went to Chicago. Uh, stupidest fucking thing my dad used to say was there was this little, I don't know if he made it up or whatever. It was a little ditty that he would go, chicken in the car, but the car won't go. That's what you call Chicago. <laughs> I have no idea anyway. Anyway, she goes to Chicago to uh for this vote. Right. And Rowan's big renovation park altering plan is accessibility. Which he heard in her presentation the but, previous Friday. Yeah. Because the day that she gave her two weeks. Or her last day, she yeah. gave a presentation on making the park accessible for everyone. Everyone. So, not just physical accessibility, but also, like, I don't want to say mental, because it's not, like... Well, there were, like, sensory spaces. Sensory spaces for people with autism. Right. There was... Uh, you know, more uh, diversity hires for people that, like, have Down syndrome. You know, he talks to Annie, and Annie's like, I'm one of the only people here. And it's only probably because, you know, I'm a legacy. Like, my family has worked here for so long. But he's like, she's like, not a lot of other people like me work here. You know? And so his big idea is to renovate, which is, or not to renovate, which is to create this inclusive park for everyone, which is phenomenal. And it's, of course, approved by the board. Does he wind up giving up his, yeah, he's no longer interested in being CFO. Right. Because he wants to stay as director of Dreamland with Zara. Oh, yo, and Zara telling their father off at the end fuck you and fuck off yeah so she zara at this vote like afterwards 
walks up to their dad outside the conference room and is like, Mr. Kane. And she's like, quote, I wanted to say that although you might be considered a good businessman, you've done it at an expense of being a terrible, verbally abusive father. And one day you're going to look back on your life and regret the way you treated your children. And I hope it hurts as much as you hurt them. So fuck you and fuck off. Unquote. And then she just walks away into the sunset. And I love her so much. Zara Zara was my favorite part of this book. She was great. She was phenomenal. I can't remember if it's after the vote, but he... Is it before or after the vote? He, like, knocks on his dad's door. And he's like, after losing her, would you love mom again? Like, would you fall I think in love it was before. Mom again. And he's like, yeah. I think it Absolutely. was before. Yeah. Would you do anything different? He's like, not at all. And, you know, I think that solidified, like, okay, I I am absolutely in love with this girl, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take the chance, and, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then the vote. And mm-hmm. then he actually tries to talk to Annie after he breaks up with Zara. Yeah. And Annie is, like, not taking his shit. Good for Annie. But... I think what broke me is on 372, he goes, quote, so what, we're not friends anymore? Nope. You don't mean that. Zara's my best friend and you made her cry. Your sister and I are done, she told me. I didn't mean to hurt you too. I helped you hurt her. Yeah. With the pumpkins in New York. And I'm like, Ah, oh, Annie. I know. Like Annie, are you this, okay? This here on out, I was just like a blubbering idiot, like reading pages through tears at like six in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you know, I don't know how he like wins it back, but I, I forget how that happens. But yes, they. They do end up together, and then, like, it fast-forwards to, like, the ribbon-cutting of Nebula Land. What? At which she's married and pregnant. Pregnant. Yeah, with, like, a, we're expecting a butt in the oven pin. That's what Fun she has. Yeah. yeah. That was cute. It was. It was so cute. Happily ever after for these, the, the, the billionaire couple. Like I said, I want to read the second one. Yeah, I bet Declan. I would. Be, I would believe he is a little bit darker. I think so. I think he's a little more. I think it's it's definitely going to be another grumpy sunshine. Yeah, but I think his grump is going to be a little edgy. Yeah, edgy, edgy grump, e- edgy grump, edgy grump, <laughs> edgy grump. I think he's going to be a little more. I think he's going to be a little more. Your cunt doesn't deserve my cock yet. Yeah, listen, I still stand by that was like their only second time having sex like you don't know the depths of someone having sex with them after the first time yeah but that that was the only time he said something like that he never said anything like that again that is true like i said it was just so what the fuck where did that come from you know like also in like a weird way it's such like um (laughs) like take the like romance part out of it like it's such a wet dream to think that cold corporate billionaires can like grow a heart oh, and yeah. actually take care of their people what's i was like what kind of findom shit is this like that's what I said. <laughs> like only in smut yeah and then he's like 
we're gonna adjust employee pay and benefits. Fifty percent increase. Fifty percent <laughs> increase, and we're gonna give them good benefits so they can like live and shit. And I'm like, in what motherfucking I world? I know. I just, like, Lauren covered all her bases. I'm gonna make you fall in love with with Rowan and Zara and Possibility. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, overall, I I really, I loved it. Like I said, it was a very good middle-of-the-road book for me. You know, yeah, I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. I'd absolutely recommend it. Yeah, to anyone, to you know, light and dark smut likers alike, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, like, not dark enough for the dark romance lovers. So th- that but was if you're for looking me. for something, like, in between. Yeah. Like, just to be like, you know, I need something. Maybe sometimes you need something a little light and fluffy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a cream puff. Sometimes you just... Speaking of, like, a palate cleanser. Yes. What are we reading next time? Oh, next time we are reading Parade. It's part of the Salacious Players Club series by Sarah Kate. Sarah Kate. Yeah, I saw this on Book Talk a few times. And then I, I didn't really think about it until I saw a post under Smut Sluts that oh. was asking for age gap romances. Mm. And this came up and I was like, what is age gaps that I gotta read it? Oh, as soon as you said it was called Praise, I was like, done. Yes. I'm in. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm very excited to talk to you about this book. Uh, was the fuck are you doing? You <laughs> <laughs> can like puppy begging hands. Which we will talk about in the next Yes, we will. We will talk about the next book. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the ride when we talked Ooh. about our dreamland billionaires. Ride the dick and ride <laughs> the theme park ride. Like, ew. Uh, oh, as always, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok under Dirty Birdie BC. Or if you have any questions or book recommendations or just want to say hi, uh, you can email us at dirtybirdiebc at gmail.com. Say goodbye, y'all. Bye, guys. Read on, Dirty Birdies. <laughs>